fingers. Something to fit with fit words. <laughs> Welcome to Try Try Again, a movie club. That's a podcast where we watch movies with our friends and we talk about them. Sometimes the movies are classics. Sometimes they're just crappy crap movies that suck. And then we talk about them and we laugh about them. We make fun of them, etc. So that's what we're doing this week, and always, you guys are encouraged to watch along. And this week, we will be discussing about a boy, the pick of our special guest, Jordan McEnroe. Hey, hey. hey Jordan. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm your host, Todd Perkins, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Stephen Comstock and Jessica Perkins. Normally, I have funny things to say about them, but... It's too much work. I'm going to be honest with you guys. <laughs> it's, just, it's more work than anything else in the show. I'm going to guess nobody thought this was a crappy movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I think you're right. Oh, yeah. good. That's, that's a relief to me. I was worried. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know the specific... Predi- let's, let's predict Steven first. I think Steven is going to give it an 8. Yeah, I'd say Steven... I'd say probably... Yeah, I guess about... Eight's a good guess. I, I'd stick with eight. Nine. <laughs> All right. All right. Wow. I'm glad I'm really predictable because I get an, gave it an 8.25. All right. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I, I liked it. I mean, um, the dialogue in the whole movie was awesome. Everything mm-hmm. everybody said was really good, really, you know, if it wasn't clever, it was heartwarming, you know, and it was just, it was, it was just a good movie. And um, I liked the story was well written. Um, the, I mean, the only, the only thing I would, I would, uh, kind of knock it down a little bit on was it, it was a little, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not British? Spirit- no. <laughs> predictable? <laughs> you know, yeah, kind of predictable, you know, but just, um, man, I can't think of the word. But yeah, I guess predictable for lack of a better word. You know, you just, it was, you know, kind of regular you kind of saw what was going to happen at the end. Everybody like paint was, by numbers or something. Yeah. Everybody was going to kind of learn a lesson and everybody was going to live happily, happily ever after, which is fine. <sighs> this is going to give it a nine. That's what yeah, I, Yeah, I'm going to go even higher and say a 9.25. All right. Jordan. I'll put it at, uh, I'll just go the other way and say at 8.7. All right. All right. It is an 8.75. Oh, oh man, nailed it. It's an apple. So I, I've seen this movie before. It has to have been 10 plus years ago. Well, nine plus years ago because it was before we were married. I really liked it. Like, I didn't really remember a lot about it, it, like looking back, except for that it was kind of really British and a little bit weird. That's mm-hmm. what I thought about it. But... um. Yeah, it's just so good. Like, there were so many good, like, the dialogue of the, you know, the narration of Will and Marcus. Everything they said was so funny. Well, not Marcus so much, but Will was really entertaining. It was a lot of funny parts. And just, yeah, heartwarming and sweet and uh, just a good story. I liked it. Good cast. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, I, I guess I'll go, and then uh, Jordan can finish us off as kind of the final word as the... Well, are we going to guess yours? Yeah, you can guess mine, yeah. I'm going to say you gave it a nine. All right. I was going to say nine. I'll okay. say nine point 
Price. Just be different. <laughs> Jack. Just screw eight point nine nine. What do you think? Jack? Um, I'm gonna go eight point two five. All right, you guys know me well, except for Jess. Surprisingly, <laughs> I gave it a nine. I mean, I thought it was a fantastic movie. I mean, I honestly, I don't know how it could have been better. Like, I there was nothing that I didn't like about it. I actually don't have a lot of notes because I just enjoyed it and I didn't want to distract myself by writing crap down. I just wanted to enjoy it. Um, I thought uh, Hugh Grant, um, the character Will, uh, was incredible. He was awesome. Um, really loved him because he was kind of a dirtbag, but kind of lovable, but also like a good guy at the same time, but still pretty vain. And I, I liked that, that he was kind of flawed in, a, in an interesting way, I thought. Yeah. Uh, I really like, he, I liked how he was like, it was almost like he just had never had a chance to be a good guy yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's good. I like that. And uh, what's the kid's name? Clark? Marcus. Marcus. Clarkus. Clark. <laughs> Clark. <laughs> no, Mark. No, Mark. <laughs> His last name is Clark. <laughs> it's Marcus Clark. Oh, really? Marcus Clark. Oh, lucky guess. No, I just made that up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, dude, I, I don't remember hearing that, but what, if we can go with it. <laughs> uh, it might have been. He was, oh, I'll wrong. just call him Nux. Little Nux, little yeah, Nux was adorable. <laughs> he was very funny. Um, they used swearing to uh, great comedic effect, I thought. Um yeah, I thought it was a very funny movie. Actually, um, contrary to Steven, I actually didn't think it was very predictable. I thought he was just going to end up with the kid's crazy mom, you know? I was like, oh, it's going to be so predictable with that. And then he goes on a date with this chick, and I was like, obviously that's not going to work because it's weird for him to have a relationship with this boy and not be re- actually related in any way. And um, so, yeah, I was actually a little bit surprised, you know, that – it was much more about his relationship with the kid and uh, the mom was just kind of there, you know, so very yeah, it good. Was really, it was really surprising how, how much the story was about his relationship with this kid and it wasn't creepy in any way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they did a really good job at steering away from that. Probably because he well, didn't want to hang out with the kid most of the movie. Yeah, I think <laughs> the fact that he obviously didn't like the kid at first or for most of the movie made it better in that way yeah oh yeah, that's kid kind of imposed himself on him and he's like yeah yeah he's kind of stuck he couldn't do anything about it so, yeah I, I like that that was very lovable okay let's guess jordan's score i i can't i mean a nine i can't see anything other than a nine i'm gonna say 9.5 all right mm, i'll go 9.25 all right i'd give it a nine Yes. Um, when I originally saw it, I I um I was trying to get back to that headspace because I saw it when it came out. Maybe I don't know if I saw it on in the theaters, but if not, it was shortly after it came on DVD. And uh, I was like twenty two or something like that, and um, I just thought Will was like the perfect guy. Like my perfect life was what he was living. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, he was, like, trying to be an island and, like, didn't want to get involved with anyone. And I was like, yeah, he's got it figured out. Like, he's all right. <laughs> and then there's, like, a character arc. And I'm like, well, I don't like where this is going. Why does he need a relationship and all this? 
he had he was good from the beginning, but um now like I'm you know married with a kid and I did just one kid. I, yeah, I just count the one. The other one doesn't count. Like favorite, one. the favorite, oh, and then, there, then those other ones. <laughs> no, but almost like almost three kids now, two and a half, and um, the experiment continues. Like so far, so good. But I think I could have been happy with Hugh Grant lifestyle, the Will lifestyle. And the <laughs> oh, good times. But, yeah. yeah. That's why I think when it came out, I would give it a 9.5 probably, and now probably a 9, just because I've seen a lot more movies that fill in that space. You know, it's hard, like, when you see, like, one movie that's, like, a 10, and then you have to compare the other movies to that one, and you're like, where does this really rank, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Would you guys recommend everybody sees it? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Definitely. Like Todd said, like, there's a couple swear words, but they're used, like, Brilliantly, yeah. <laughs> maximum impact, and um, <laughs> it's perfectly acted. Like I was thinking, you know, who could have been a better Will, or who could have been a better Marcus, or the crazy mom, and and really, everyone is just like perfect for the part they play, and the dialogue is awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good movie. Yeah, it's and that's great. why I wanted you guys to see it. I, I think a lot of people. Haven't seen it. It actually came out the same weekend as um, Star Wars Episode Two. Oh wow! So that kind of overshadowed it. Ah, uh, yeah, that'll do it. Uh. But I think you know this. This is probably better than that movie. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. In the long run, I think we can all agree on that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Also, am I the only person that noticed that um, um, Hugh Grant looks exactly like Ed Helms? You huh. know what? The that, whole time I, I was like, who is he? Who who does he look like? <laughs> That's it. Totally. When I when I looked when I first turned it on, I, I started watching it on my phone and I turned it on and it was like kind of going and I looked away at something and I looked down and Hugh Grant was on the screen, but I was like, Oh, I didn't know Ed Holmes was in this movie. That's kind of weird. And then I was like watching him and I was like, Oh, that's not Ed Holmes at all. Holmes? Are you calling him Holmes? Holmes? Or Holmes, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's that's the best way to experience a movie too on the dirty, cracked screen of your iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> so homeless. <laughs> when are you gonna start taking this gig seriously, Stephen? I'm not. Never. You know, I, the only thing I would think of as far as people needing to see this movie, like I, I have a friend of mine who shall remain nameless who who doesn't like the movie Iron Man because. He doesn't like Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, personality. <laughs> Such <Sorry>. a jerk. <laughs> RDJ's uh, portrayal of Tony Stark because he's an arrogant um, butthole, you know. And right. um, mm-hmm. if you don't think arrogant buttholes are amusing, you might not. In this might not be your nine, if that makes sense. Like mm. part of the joy of this movie is, like Jordan was saying earlier, that Hugh Grant is kind of a jerk, but he's very good at it and he's very funny you know and if you don't like that kind of humor you might be a little bit bothered by him and resentful of him you know well also i would say at the same time though like his jerkiness and arrogance kind of gets cured by the end of the movie so yeah even if you don't like that by the end of the movie you might like him because he's not like that really that much anymore by the end yeah or at least he realizes he is and it's kind of a problem maybe yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, I could see that too. I just think for me, it would have been like an eight or below 
if I didn't love his humor so much, you know, just yeah. because I the whole everything he said was just so funny. I'm glad that he learned a lesson and crap like that, but I <laughs> I really enjoyed him being a jerk. It was very funny. It was really funny. <laughs> And like I said, the supporting cast is great. Like, there's even like some tiny parts. Like, there's this, when Marcus throws the bread that like kills the duck or whatever. Oh yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> he gives like a line at the end where he's like, "No, I'm gonna have to wait in there and get it." But like, he's like <laughs> delivered <laughs> perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so British. <laughs> <laughs> They're just better than us. They are. They are. They're better. They are. <laughs> Except for the whole monarchy thing, you know. Uh, now let's talk about uh, parts of the movie that uh, you liked or disliked. I don't know if there's any parts anybody disliked, but uh, what what parts stood out to you guys as uh, standout parts of the movie? Oh, <laughs> that was very well presented. <laughs> so smooth. <laughs> um, I really liked the the first thing that I noticed that really stood out to me that I really liked, besides just how great the uh, – the dialogue was was the the dual inner thoughts like they you heard like oh yeah you know you heard will's like kind of inner monologue and then you heard uh, marcus's inner monologue as well and i i thought that was clever i've never seen that before in a movie where it's like two main characters kind of uh you know the narration from yeah narr- narrating from yeah narrating the same scene from their point of view yeah i like that, that too cool. a lot That is Same. all. Why does it get quiet Next after I talk? <laughs> well, I was going to say something like go along those lines. I remember, you know, I've seen the movie and I remember there is a kid in it. So about a boy, the title, obviously, you're like, oh, yeah, because it's about that kid. And then watching it this time around, obviously, it's not called about a boy because it's about the kid or just the kid. It's because Hugh Grant, you know, he's living like the life of a, a boy. He's still a boy. He doesn't have a job. He doesn't have responsibilities. He's, you know, he doesn't have any of that stuff. And so he's like the other boy. And so the dual narration kind of goes along with that. Hmm. Deep. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that, though. I definitely agree with that. He is basically a giant man boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe that's why he's so hilarious. <laughs> uh, awesome. I wrote down a few quotes that stood out to me. Um, just a couple of my favorite lines. Um, <laughs> you've been talking about how the crazy mom was in. Uh, also, <laughs> no offense, crazy listeners. <laughs> but uh, oh, it's all right, man. I, I can speak for <laughs> We don't mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But how he talks about how she's in a Yeti costume. That was great. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I wrote that down. <laughs> I, like, I, liked so how, I liked how Marcus was all proud of how he dressed her. And then immediately <laughs> yeah. after, Will was like, what is she wearing? Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Oh, man. Oh, so I liked, good. Um, well, I liked the way that Will reckoned time, like in units. Oh yeah, and like was- how like having his hair massage took four units, and I'm like that's that's two hours. <laughs> like, <what>? Yeah, seriously, <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's a lot of units, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was fun, and like the whole part, like 
it made sense to me. There's a part where uh, Marcus comes to his house and he feels like he has to ask like questions now because he's known Marcus a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he asked him like a serious question about his mom, and he, Marcus says something that like hints to how it bothers him. Uh, the thought that his mom might do it again, the attempted suicide thing. Yeah. And he just cusses. <laughs> yeah. And Marcus, like, it goes to, like, his inner monologue saying how, like, he just that, wears it, but somehow it made me feel better. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, then it goes to Hugh Grant's, Will's point of view, and he says, oh, I, he should probably talk to someone who could help him out more than just an obscenity. And... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But, like, I've been in situations like that where, like, I tell somebody, like, something hard and they, like, react in that way. Like, maybe say a bad word or just, like, dang, that sucks, you know? And that's all you need. And you're like, yeah. All right. And you feel better. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. That w- yeah, it was, it was like, a really mature movie in that way, which was interesting. <laughs> you know, because- yeah, but it, w- it was really mature, but it was also delivered in, a, in an enjoyable way. It wasn't just, like, dramatic and just sad and deep yeah. the whole time it was funny yeah. you know it was really well well written and uh acted yeah it's like you can get like some deep like you know psychology going on from this you know learning things about people and how people are and human relationship and stuff but like in an enjoyable way rather than just some like boring drama that's you know you don't want to watch but you learn crap from it you know it wasn't like going to school you know watching this it was yeah it's very entertaining but at the same time you learn crap and i think that's why it was so awesome um i liked when will said uh oh please just shut up you're wounding my soul (laughs) (laughs) because the mom had just talked about how Marcus is so special, and she feels like she's wounding his soul. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. tells her, "Shut up! You're wounding my soul." <laughs> I like the part when they're uh, singing the duet, uh, mother oh, and son, man. and Will is stuck so there, weird. and he's like, "I knew in a in a couple hours I'll be at home, tucked up in my bed, and you know I know that, but I don't feel it." <laughs> oh my gosh, so relatable. Yeah, everybody's oh, been in no, that situation. That scene made me feel awkward, man. <laughs> <laughs> or when he talks about it, what made it especially tough was when they closed their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we keep talking about how well written it was, and I almost picked um, High Fidelity, which was actually written like they're both both. But based on books by the same author. Oh, okay. And but I think everyone's that heard of High Fidelity at least, and probably most people have seen it that would be interested. So I picked this one instead. But the author is just awesome, Nick Hornby. If if you're a reader, check out his novels. There are a lot of really good, fun ones. And the adaptations, uh, High Fidelity, and this are pretty pretty accurate to what the book says. So you oh, should check cool. those out. If, Speaking of things that are um, kind of somewhat related, another plug for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It just imagine every character is Will, but they don't change. That's what that's oh, that sounds, also, that's And they're also worse. Yeah, they're also yeah, worse. Yeah, much worse. Much worse. They're not just Will on the inside. They're also Will on the outside to every human being and each other. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, everyone tells me I would love that show. I really need to check it out. <laughs> Because Will is basically like my spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> spirit animal. 
Yeah, I was honestly, I was a little disturbed how much I uh, identified with his character. I was like, oh man, I'm like, I'm like this guy sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought too. I was like, I'm not as bad as him, but I'm definitely like, I've got a lot of will tendencies going on. Yeah, a lot my thoughts, my thoughts are like his a lot. I just yeah. don't act upon them at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The me who wasn't like raised the way I was and like didn't have like the spiritual beliefs I have, uh, I would be Will right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, Jess, are you Will too? No, no, you guys are terrible people. Of course, I'm not Will. He's Marcus's mom. <laughs> She's Marcus. uh, Marcus's mom. I <laughs> am Will for ten lifetimes. Be Marcus's mom. <laughs> I am a lot closer to Marcus's mom, except that I don't. Uh, I'm not a vegetarian. Well, that makes you. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. You should see your Yeti costume. It's kind of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> totally have a Yeti costume. I think that's just for you, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> He loves it. I do. I'm a fan of those costumes, you know. Speaking of those kind of things, uh, one of the things I wrote down was that one of the single moms in the SPAT group um, had a shirt on that said Lorena Bobbitt for Surgeon General. Oh, yeah. I yeah, wrote that down, too. That was one of the four things that I wrote down. <laughs> I thought that was really necessary to bring up. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah, also, didn't he make a joke in his mind about how he... Like yeah, get, he would rather get chopped off than be at that meeting. <laughs> no, he said <laughs> he said by the end of the meeting he wanted to chop his own off. Oh yeah, uh, men were just they're all men hating. Oh, yeah, yeah. they all been jilted. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's such a great movie. Oh, I man. like the part where uh, Marcus rings the doorbell to the beat of the song. Oh, oh that yeah, was <laughs> that was great. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that kid was the best. Ah. Yeah. He was. I love how he was like super nerdy and I don't know. He was just great. He was super unique kid, you know? Yeah. He had so much wisdom and so much maturity, but he was like this nerdy little bowl cut kid. Yeah, it's still so likable. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's a hard thing to do, play, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. He nailed but- it. No wonder that guy's in so much crap since then. I wonder yeah. if that was his first movie, or at least like his first big movie. I'm, yeah, I didn't he was in. Up. He was in like X Men. He was in Mad Max. Who was he? He's a main guy. Now. Oh, he's Beast. He's Beast. Yeah, he was in Beast. X-Men. He yeah. was in Warm Bodies. Yeah, that's right. He was in Warm Bodies. Yeah. Also, yeah, that was a act- weird pick for Beast. Just random. Uh, comic book stuff because Beast is like freaking huge and <laughs> the guy's like <laughs> the skinniest guy you've ever seen in your life it's true <laughs> um yeah speaking of cats, right, I had a question oh go ahead how <laughs> dare you okay um I'll go ahead real quick I was just gonna say that I've never liked Hugh Grant in anything so much as I like him in this like he's usually kind of annoying and stuff in my opinion but I thought the casting was perfect. He was so good in this. Yeah. He's probably just being yeah, himself. Yeah, probably. 
Yeah, in real life, you know, he's a terrible guy. <laughs> he is. He's Isn't, he? Isn't he famously like a terrible person? He is famously. Yeah, I was wondering if this was pre prostitute or post prostitute. I think it was post. I think it was like 10 years after. Wait, you said he killed post. a prostitute? No, he picked uh, one up and got caught. Got caught. Yeah. Oh. Like, I think he went to jail for it, didn't he? Yeah, I know he's yeah, booked, he got but, arrested. Yeah. Classic oh. Will. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, don't can't you just like say hey go into any bar anywhere on the planet and say hey yeah. I'm Hugh Grant you know yeah, yeah that was like the conversation <laughs> when it happened like I still kind of remember that and yeah people were like you know you're Hugh Grant right <laughs> <laughs> how would you guys classify this movie like the genre would you say comedy dramedy romantic comedy what what would you call it dramedy uh, yeah, definitely dramedy. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. It's pretty it kind heavy. It feels out like there. a romantic comedy. Well, that was See, a romantic comedy because that would in, that would insinuate that he's like because it's about him and the and the boy, not him and like a girl. Oh, okay, okay. Well, there's like Rachel White's at the end, but that's like a ten minute thing, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's okay, I mean, that's dramedy, fine, fine. No, yeah. but no, jeez. Yeah. That like Netflix ca- classifies it as a romantic comedy, and I read something else that classified it as that. And Melissa and I were talking about the same thing. Like, is it really a romantic comedy? Because I don't like romantic comedies. Yeah, well, for being yeah. romantic, it spends like barely any time on that. It's definitely not the point. The ro- the yeah. romance is definitely takes a back seat. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, basically where we. Found it. And I mean, it was like, like the romance was shoehorned in at the end. To make him yeah. have, have an arc. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is fine. You know, it's not like uh, it was totally unbelievable. And he ran into the chick at that uh, the play or not the play, the talent show. So it, I, I think it's, it was believable to me. And I didn't think it was like cheesy or overdone at all. I thought it yeah. was like the perfect amount of that to say, OK, it wrapped up. He ends up happy. And he's kind of changed and everything's good and everything's normal ish. Uh, except for his best friend's 12, you know, yeah. but <laughs> other than that, everything's normal. Um, but yeah, I, I would say like, there's like other dramedies like, like Scrubs, which is, you know, we're a much more of a comedy. And I would say this is more of a drama that's funny, you know, like, with mm. a, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty dang funny though. It is. It is <laughs> yeah. really funny. Like, yeah. in a real subtle way, a lot of it, but it's just, like, there's not more than a couple minutes that go by without, like, a laugh line. Yeah. That's true. Honestly, I think it's funnier than most, like, straight comedies. I agree with that. Yeah, you know? for sure. So, I was laughing out loud a lot. Yeah. Maybe it's a rom-com drum. <laughs> zom. All of them. <laughs> no zom. No zom. Any other parts that stood out to you guys that you wanted to discuss? I, I literally, we talked about pretty much everything. I oh, don't just remember. The, I'm sorry. When he we talked about his pretend made up two-year-old Ned. Oh, yeah. And he, like, had to come up with, like, when he did the car seat thing. Oh, <laughs> that, that was, was awesome. Great. <laughs> I like how he had to point out because he was so proud of, like, the mess he made in the car seat. <laughs> yeah. Like, point that out, that girl. <laughs> yeah, that was brilliant. Uh, that was so funny. 
I just really like the end because Todd and I were just talking about this. Um, we're talking about how Andrew WK famous, well, semi-famous wears all white, bloody nose, long hair, uh, rocker guy who's like super happy and fun. And we were talking about how he has depression and, and Todd said he was reading something that his cure for depression is just to help people like help other people. And I just love the end when they're at the, you know, the talent show and, and Will's telling Marcus, you don't need to do this. You can't make your mom happy. She has to make herself happy. And I love the line that Marcus comes back with. And he says, I've tried, she's tried making herself happy. I've tried making myself happy. It doesn't work. And I just love that. Like the warm fuzzies that I feel when I think about that, you know, it doesn't work. We can't make, we can't depend on other people to make us happy, but we also can't just try to make our own selves happy. We need other people in our lives. And, and I don't know. I just love that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was a cool. No, that was a that was a great line, um, and a great back and forth, and a great scene. You know, when he comes on stage and he's playing that stupid song with them, and that, you know he hates the song, and he's making himself look dumb to you know make uh, the kid happy. That was just excellent. And then he makes you wonder why he knew it on guitar, though. <laughs> I know. He even had like a sweet like guitar intro before he walked on the stage. I was like, that was tight. Yeah, it's true, man. <laughs> he practiced that. <laughs> he must have seen him do it in the closing of the eyes, and then he went home and he played it, learned it, and like I want to be just like Marcus. <laughs> that was the uh, not to rain on the parade here, but that was the part I was thinking of when I was saying the movie was kind of predictable. Oh, you knew gonna they were going to play the song together. You knew he was going to come yeah. out with a guitar. Yeah. What? Because he... there was like a, there was a kid standing there with a the guitar. Oh, oh you did like seconds before. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh, he's totally gonna because they mentioned the guitar earlier in the movie that he had a guitar. Yeah, they show it for like five seconds, I think. Yeah, and then you see the and then you see the guitar on the stage. I was like, oh, he's totally gonna get the guitar and come out on stage and help him. Well, song. that's the worst when you can predict a movie like five seconds before the thing happens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, worst movies. <laughs> I thought you were saying like you saw like the intro credits and like, oh, he's going to have a guitar and walk out on stage. <laughs> no, I mean, like oh, I mean, when he was, as he was like running to help him, I knew that he was going to end up on stage with him. All right. Uh, you're so smart. <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> You guys really you didn't you didn't think that was gonna happen? No. Well, I don't remember the first time I saw it. Yeah. I and thought he was, was gonna this, get talked out of it. Oh really? Yeah, I yeah. thought he was gonna be like, oh okay, that's a stupid thing to do. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> Another like small performance that was great was the little redhead kid that was supposed to accompany him on the recorder or whatever that bailed on him. Oh yeah. That kid was awesome. <laughs> that kid like nailed that part. Yeah. <laughs> Why were all of those kids at that school just the biggest jerks ever? <laughs> Every were... single one of the kids that knew him was like, nah, I don't like you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you hang out with me? Eh, the other kids don't like it when we hang out with you. <laughs> so sorry. Let's go over to listener questions. Reader questions. Reader questions. Now, the song you just heard said reader questions, so uh, <laughs> Jess's fault. So. Don't change it. Don't change that. <laughs> I, love, I love that. Readers. Uh, 
Yeah. Well, if you find a way to read our show, let us know because I, I don't know how to do it. Uh, <laughs> I'll start transcribing it. <laughs> so here are the listener questions. Uh, Deborah says, have you ever seen a sweater equally as awesome as Marcus's sweater? His rainbow sweater. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was thinking about that sweater the whole movie. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe my uh, – gosh. No. I think I'm looking at like a, a rolled up like roll of carpet right now, and that's, <laughs> that's about as awesome <laughs> as Marcus's sweater. <laughs> I was thinking kind of at the beginning like, man, these, this guy and his mom are such hipsters. But it turns out they were just totally poor. <laughs> oh, dude, man. also, I had that. Remember how it, when we did No Country for Old Men, we were talking about that dude's bowl cut and how I kind of had a bowl cut? Oh, yeah. I had Marcus's exact haircut. Oh, man. dude, I remember oh, wow. that, man. <laughs> that was my like, crooked bangs and all, man. That was my <laughs> haircut. The Comstock mop, dude. Yeah, cut with like uh, paper scissors. <laughs> they called you Steven Mopstock. Right, man. Holy <laughs> Mopstock. Deborah says, I haven't seen that movie in a while, but I remember isolation is a big, if not the theme in the film. Most of the isolation is broken by unusual or socially awkward relationships, i.e., Marcus and Will, Will and Fiona, Marcus and Ellie, etc. What's one unusual friendship or relationship that's helped you? Man, that is... <clears throat> I actually saw that earlier, so I have an answer to it. Okay. So if you want me to yeah, go first... Yeah, why don't you start? Because that, that one is like, you actually have to think about it. Because that's, that's yeah. deep. Also, like, way to... I, I, Deborah, if you're listening to this, I invited you on the show. Okay. You need to be on the show. Get over your weird Get your butt on the show because she's awesome. She should be on. The show. Exactly. She should. Jess, why don't you? Yeah, start us out. Okay. Well, um, Todd and I had this horrible period of our relationship where we broke up. <laughs> well, I broke up with Todd. Just throwing that out there. Um, Thanks. And it was really you came hard. Back. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> it was really hard for me. Um, because a lot of our friends were the same and I felt like I didn't have anyone to hang out with. And uh, I kind of befriended this chick that was younger than me, not super younger than me, but she was like my, my friend's little sister and we're, we kind of have different personalities and I don't know, that relationship was just what got me through it. Like it, she would, she, she wouldn't be someone that I would think like wow, she just really helped. She would like, that would help me get through something, but just having that friendship and trying, trying to make that work because nothing else would, that makes it sound really mean. Like I'm bagging on her, but I'm not at all, but it's just not a friendship that I would have, you know, thought would work. And I made it work. We made it work because we needed each other. And it was just, I'm so grateful that I had that friendship at that time in my life. I would say for me, it would be anybody that I think was like a bad influence on me. Because for me, that helped me realize that I don't want to be like those people. Ah. (laughs) You know, you know what I mean? Like, 
you know, I just, I saw like people doing stuff and I saw how it affected their life. And it made me realize I don't want that in my life. So I would just do the opposite. I mean, it, it was, it's a weird way to look at it, but that's how it worked in my life. Man, you guys got some deep shiz going on here. Jordan, do you have one? I'm not deep at all, so no. <laughs> I'm like, well. I saw this kid. I almost was friends with him, but he was too ugly, too fat, so I was like, damn. He had a butt cut, so I wanted to keep walking. He looked like precious. <laughs> um, I, was th- I thought of um, this other, like, I. I uh, I teach a class at church to uh, to freshmen, and it's in the morning before the sun comes up, and it's kind of exhausting. And there, there was another lady that that taught with me a few years ago, and uh, she is old enough to be my mom. Actually, she's probably like a decade older than my mom. Um, and um, I don't know, just her and I. I felt like got along really well, and uh, she was a good friend, and and she helped me through. So you know that. Getting up early every day and, and dealing with the you know the stresses of that um, was kind of exhausting, and she really helped me through it. And yeah, that was kind of an unusual friendship, I guess, that helped me. Um, yeah, so shout out to Cheryl if you're listening, but you're probably not. <laughs> uh, okay, we actually got another one, uh, another comment. Um, <coughs> Does Jordan really not want to answer that? Oh. Yeah, I guess so. Do you have an answer, Jordan? Do you have an answer for me? No. <laughs> you're trying, to, answer, are you trying to force him. Yeah, well, Jeff. I just, Not I everybody want... does. Not hey. everybody does. Hey. Hey. Well, just that I have any friendship at all with anybody is pretty unusual. <laughs> pretty weird. Like, the fact that I'm married is kind of amazing. Like... <laughs> So I guess, yeah, that's my friendship with Melissa, how that started, because how, like, much like Will I was at that time in my life, and how I was perfectly happy being just me, and, and like, as long as I don't bring anyone else down with me, that's fine, you know? <laughs> 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 and, um, yeah, but, yeah, so, I mean, it's an obvious answer, because it's my wife, and it's, like, a safe answer, but really like pulled me out of being that way for the rest of my life so right on that's cool that's a good one uh okay so sochi says oh i love that movie what other rap songs do you think marcus could have sung that would have made the scene with the nose ring girl just as funny also i think you should all take a turn trying to sing killing me softly (laughs) nope that's a good idea i think that's a great idea (laughs) <laughs> what? That's a great idea. We're totally doing that. Go for it, Jess. That. Go for it, Jess. I don't know those words right now, but yeah, I don't know. Strolling yeah. with his fingers, something to fit with his words. <laughs> I love that verse. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to start the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, so good. That was good. Um <laughs> any other rap songs? <laughs> I I only know like two know rap, rap songs. songs. Yeah, seriously. Uh, I'm just thinking of him singing like the that Snoop Dogg song. Or is it I don't even know who it is, like the ba da 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 da. 
Is it Snoop? Snoop. The one and only no, that's, D-O-double-G. That's, that's, that's Dr. Dre, actually, but it, I think Snoop was in it. Dr. Dre featuring Snoop Dogg. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's literally like the only... I, I know like three rap songs. Unless like you <laughs> count the Beastie Boys, which you probably shouldn't. Um, but... Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome if he was singing the Beastie Boys. <laughs> so you'd be singing Sabotage. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know the beginning when he's yelling. <laughs> yeah, we know. That. <laughs> that, cool. that song gives me the chills, man. When I hear it, like I get tingles in my body. Like what? <laughs> just that- <Whoa>. TMI. <laughs> it's so freaking cool, man. Oh my gosh, man. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, rap songs. You guys know. Have you ever heard of that uh, that rap? You know that rap. That rap music the kids are listening to these days. <laughs> these days in the rap music. Okay. Um, is Outcast rap? Is that considered rap? <laughs> I guess. <for> sure. Us. <laughs> I don't know. That's like the only song I know. I love that song. It's another one-hit wonder. I think maybe. I don't know. Yeah, he's probably. I think he's actually kind of famous. Oh, sorry. I don't listen to that, so I don't know. I don't know either. I'm just talking about my. This my is hair. such a disappointment to do. her question. Yeah, sorry, Sochi. We don't know any rap music. <laughs> yeah, I don't know enough rap music. We're too white. <laughs> We're so white. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that just takes us to our um, our random questions. Random questions for <laughs> In the movie, Will is. The way he survives is off the royalties of a song, a novelty song his father had written um, long ago, Santa and a Super Sleigh. Uh, my question is, if you uh, were to have a similar situation, what one-hit wonder song would you be most embarrassed uh, to live off of, to survive off of? So uh, let's start with uh, Todd. Okay. <clears throat> I, I actually have a few. I hope I didn't steal anybody's, but... Uh, well, just do one, because I got one, and I don't want yeah. anybody to steal it. Okay. Do one. Okay. Gosh. I mean, there are so many. Okay. The first one that I thought of is the Macarena. Oh. I don't know. I don't even know who that's by. <laughs> <laughs> it's by, but I freaking hate that song. And, uh, oh, I'd be so ashamed of myself. I'd have to yeah. take the royalties in a different name or something like that. <laughs> or I changed my name. Um, the good song that's a one-hit wonder, the first one that came to mind is uh, I Melt With You by Modern English, the uh, 80s song. I like that song a lot. Um, oh, yeah. Good answers. Yeah. yeah, I forgot to add that part of the question. What would be one you'd be proud to live off of? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Jessica. Okay. Ugh, it was hard for the... <clears throat> bad one there were so many bad ones um i came up with it's called what's up i forgot what the band's name is four non-blondes four non-blondes oh man how did you pull that out (laughs) that song just haunts my nightmares and just listening to that chick's oh it makes me want to vomit so that one's pretty uh that that would be one that I would like. I'd be in the supermarket and I'd hear it and I'd be like, "No." That was a great pick. Like 
Also, if you're ever in our house, Jess and I sing that song on the reg, <laughs> and we kind of bother each other, but it's like it can't, it doesn't get out of your head when you once yeah. get out of your head. So. Yeah, that's another part. It's, yeah, it would be <laughs> all day, all day. <laughs> and my song that I would be so, so proud to live off the royalties of would be Mickey. The '80s song. Okay, oh, Mickey, you're so fun, you're so fun, you blow my oh, mind. Hey, Mickey, no. I love that song. <laughs> That's cool, man. It gets me pumped. I want to like do jumping jacks and punch people in the face, and <laughs> I love it. That's Mickey. Love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stephen. Um, I went with uh, "Never Gonna Give You Up" by. Uh, That's the bad one. Bad or the good one? Bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't like that song. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hilarious whenever I hear it, and it makes me laugh. But if I was the guy that, like, had to live off of that, and basically my income was just a joke, that would would be really sad. And uh, I didn't really come up with a good good one. I didn't know there was going to – I didn't know you were going to do both questions. But um, I'm trying to think of a – a song I'd be proud of. Honestly, dude, like his song, the the Santa Claus song. I mean, that's not a real <laughs> song, but if my dad came up with like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, that would be awesome. I would love that. <laughs> I feel like Santa's Super Sleigh, though, is like a, it would be more like, gosh, I don't know. But like a really. Like Grandma cheesy. got ran over by the rain. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Like or like something Santa worse baby. than that. Santa baby, uh, the worst yeah. Santa song baby, ever. yes. Oh, what was that awful song we heard that one time? Just the Santa's desire or whatever. What did it say? What? what? Which one? It sounds hot. We heard it when we were in uh, <laughs> Bath and Body Works. <laughs> That's how Santa stays warm in the winter time. <laughs> yeah, we were in Bath and Body Works. Oh, Santa forever. Never say never. Yes, that was, yeah, that's, I feel like that's what that song would have been like. Like a song that you're like, seriously, you just threw words together. Uh, and yeah. it's a song. Dude, uh, yeah, that was a bad song. Um, All right, my picks? Yeah, oh yeah, your picks, obviously. My number one was actually Macarena as well, because that oh, was wow. a plague when that happened. Um, plague? Yeah, like people thought it was okay to just do it. Like they're like <laughs> the Macarena. Right? Yeah, it was weird. Like yeah, I guess everywhere that makes it was a lot like, worse. Okay. When there's like an accompanying dance to go with a terrible song that everybody's oh, just doing. True, man. <laughs> but I was just like, this is not okay that this is happening, and I felt like the only one at the time. <laughs> like, no, no. And then like Austin Powers came out like years later, and like. Dr. Evil, like, does this thing where he's, like, talking about how he's still cool and he starts doing the Macarena. And I'm like, no, it's not funny to make fun of either, even. <laughs> we should never speak of it. It's a terrible thing that happened. It's like the mullets of haircuts, man. Or mullets of songs. It's just awful. Mullets of haircuts. A backup um, was probably Who Let the Dogs Out. Dude, I had, uh, that was one of my backups, too. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. And um, oh. you and I are the same. Yeah, dude. Same. <laughs> same. And then um, the good choice, the one I'd be proud of, is actually Louie Louie. Oh, um, okay. Because I think it's, like, a really cool song, and, like, pretty much everyone likes it, and it's kind of, like, early garage rock and kind of, like, a precursor to punk, and I think it's, like, really influential in a lot of ways. And it's just a freaking fun song to sing, too. 
listen to. So. Who is that song by? Do you know? Oh man, I, I was meant. To, is it the Kingsman? Maybe. All right, it's a race. <laughs> yeah, I was just the Kingsman. To... Good job, dude. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I know things. You do know <laughs> things. You know the crap out of a thing. Um, I had some backups. Um, oh my gosh, that song. That uh, I don't know if they're a one-hit wonder because I don't even know who it's by, but that song that's like "Watch Me Whip." Oh, oh my kids gosh. love that song, dude. dude. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, that's pretty bad. Oh my gosh, you yeah. just made me pretty sad. One of the backups <laughs> I had was "Tub Thumping." What? I oh, get knocked down, but I get yeah. up again. That song's called Tub Thumping? Yeah. yeah. Makes sense because he says that in the song. <laughs> oh, really? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> One of the backups that... I had for a good song, sorry, shut up, um, <laughs> was Come On Eileen. I love that song too. Like it just gets my blood pumping and I want to hurt people oh dude what, what about the heck? Uh, i would walk 500 miles do that oh, oh my gosh that's the king of all the one hit one oh that's, my gosh yeah that is on the top <clears throat> that yeah. is on the top for the good one yeah dude yes! i love that, that song with my oh soul. that song is awesome those guys have wicked scottish accents so they do they do that makes it okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're not cool. a fan of the song, but that really? makes it. Oh better. man, oh, I'm my surprised God. anyone I is not a fan that of that song. song. I yeah. love that song. Ah, oh, I just got really happy thinking of that song. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Let's make out. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one of the slurpy ones. Yeah. I don't think I'm doing it right. If that's what it's. So at the end of the movie, um, in the movie, um, Will buys shoes for Marcus to make him cooler. And at the end of the movie, Marcus is all cool and he's like joking about how he's going to buy shoes for Will. So my question is, if Marcus bought shoes for Will, what would they look like? Todd? Well, um, I'm going to say they would look exactly like uh, a square of carpet that somebody just like rolled up and taped together <laughs> with yarn <laughs> also I, you tape things with yarn now don't don't worry about it don't think about it i'm not getting a visual with that one you can't visualize a carpet like shag carpet rolled up why is it then, rolled up just like around his foot yeah oh okay. it's kind of stapled around his foot <laughs> exactly. stapled directly into his foot <laughs> <laughs> so poor (laughs) (laughs) sad he wasn't even that poor probably (sighs) i gotta cut those things out i feel bad all right jordan um i don't know i like at the point he asked it i think he was like catching on to what was cool so he would have just picked some cool shoes but before that i don't know like birkenstocks or something (laughs) (laughs) Birkenstocks. I think it's because his mom's like a gross hippie and stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> she True. was, man. True words have never been spoken. <laughs> okay, th- yeah, like, that's- or something like eco-friendly. Like they have those shoes that like don't hurt bugs and stuff. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> what? <definitely. laughs> yeah, I've heard oh, of those. Maybe Crocs. How about Crocs? Oh, oh. Yeah, maybe Crocs. Oh, yeah, that's Crocs. A that's one. a good answer. That's a good answer. <laughs> 
That's good. I was thinking Birkenstocks too. I just wrote down the sandals with the two straps and buckles. I didn't know that there was a name for them, um, but apparently those are Birkenstocks. Oh yeah, dude, Birkenstocks, Birkenstocks are a thing. Well, now I know. Probably with socks though, you would tell him to wear socks. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta wear your Birkenstocks with your Birkenstocks, right? That's right. It rhymes. Anybody? So rhymes. funny. <laughs> <laughs> must must be embarrassing to be you, Todd. <laughs> uh, um, okay, who's got a question? Steven, what's your question? Uh, my question is, well, in the movie, uh, the first thing Will did to help uh, Marcus out to change, you know, to kind of help his uh, self-esteem was to go buy him new shoes. If you were Will, what would be the first thing you would have changed on Marcus? Todd. I think I would change his jacket. I would just like, just, you know, like when I look at somebody, I I am looking like at their top half, you know, first. You know what I'm saying? That's where my eye level with the thing is. (laughs) (laughs) Top half, just below the shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm the little boy. So, so yeah, some dudes are really interesting to look at in that region. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh man. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, yeah, that's the part that draws my. You know, I'm not looking at people's feet when I when I see them. So I'm going to change the thing that's going to have the most impact. So it's going to be his jacket or shirt or whatever. But. I thought his hair was pretty sloppy, but at the same time, that could come off as cool, you know? So, I wouldn't mess with the hair first, but uh, yeah, definitely jacket or shirt. All right. Jordan, what do you got? Oh, man, that's a tough one, because he's kind of a mess. Um, <laughs> I mean, his teeth aren't doing his face any favors. <laughs> <laughs> but if I were like magic and I could change anything, it'd be his mom. <laughs> that was good. Oh, best answer ever. That was, man, that was just a string of just awesome. I know, man. <laughs> How do you do this? <laughs> All right, Jess, you're up. What do you got? Um, I'm going to go with his eyebrows. Did anybody notice his eyebrows? I liked his eyebrows. They were intense. I hated them. They're like normal for the first half and then they just like (laughs) stick straight up. Yeah, uh, they're weird. They were very, um, what's that word Jordan uses? Problematic. (laughs) They were problematic. I don't want that to be my word. <laughs> Jordan's word. I thought it like making fun of it. Jordan Jones really super famous for. <laughs> problematic Jordan. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I went with haircut for my answer to my own question. Because I had that haircut and I feel his pain. That, yeah. Uh, the, cro- the crooked like bangs and angles were not really. Yeah, I mean, I would have just instantly, just for like a couple of bucks, just turned him into a punk rocker because he was like he was already poor. That's just true. Him like a mohawk, yeah. and you know. Yeah, he could have totally gone that direction. Yeah. Yeah, I was disappointed in the end when his hair was just like split down the middle, like when he became cool. I was yeah, like, I you could do what... so much better than that. 
Yeah, I don't know why they gave him a butt cut at the end, but that's not <laughs> the best thing. You know what your head needs? A butt on top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never thought of it as a butt cut. Oh. I'm going to have trouble not laughing next time I see somebody with a butt cut. <laughs> I've never seen anyone with a butt cut. <laughs> I had a butt think. cut in junior high, man. I was Captain yeah, Butt nah, Cut. Yet. <laughs> Captain Women butt seem to cut. do butt cuts a lot more. Yeah. Were we going to talk about the mom? Oh, was that my second? My bonus what would we change about <laughs> yeah. the mom? What would you change about the mom? <laughs> I would change the fact that she's a dirty hippie first. Yeah. <laughs> like, she really needs help with that. Like, I think that would fix her mental health. You know, eat some meat. Don't yeah, do don't wear the Yeti costume. Your mind will fix a little bit. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, that's true. I think I'd fix her snaggle tooth. <laughs> it bothers me. She's in a lot of stuff, and it's just like that one tooth. Just straighten it out, and you. Ugh. Yeah. It's just like put a fake tooth over it, so. Yeah, just put like a chiclet there or something. <laughs> chiclet. <laughs> that would look good. Of all That was the best. <laughs> I really like her, though. Disclaimer. Uh, really she's a like good actor. Her. She's in a lot of good movies, too. Like, yeah. she's, she's usually really good. I mean, she's good in this, but you just hate her because she's terrible. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> But as an actor, she's good. Oh, yeah, she she comes to me. She comes across as one of those people that's like, she's never been told like you're doing this wrong. Like I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you Somebody really you to, cannot tell a twelve year old boy like cannot yell to him that you love him when he's amongst his peers. Like that is <laughs> the number one mom thing that you cannot do. You whisper it to him when he's walking there. You know. And and let him just think about it, and maybe he's not going to respond. But you know, come on, have have some sympathy for these kids. You know, he's getting the crap kicked out of him because of you. Yeah, yeah she's just totally that. oblivious to what he's going through. She's just so caught up in her own crap. Yeah, yeah. And they, I mean, they kind of they kind of brought that up in the movie. Like, yeah, they he did. says like Will. He I remember him in like one of his monologues. He says like it was weird that Will knew more about him than his mom did. And yeah. it's supposed to be the other way around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, she's a terrible mom. Yeah. Because she's a vegetarian. <laughs> it's, it's truer words were never spoken. Uh, <clears throat> okay, my question is, and I don't even know if we need to talk about this, but I guess if it's funny, I'll give it. As I watched this movie, I thought... My goodness, I am Will. Like, I am, like, the laziest fetcher I've ever met in my life. And every once in a while, like, I say, like, the right sentence to a person, and they're like, oh, man, you're so great. You know? Shut try up. all the time. Why do people like you so hey, much? Just okay. can you take that out? Take it out. Nope. I'm not. I'm not. And I'm not taking that out either. But anyway, it's like I like stumble upon something profound, like when I'm not being super lazy every once in a while. And I know I just feel like him, like I'm this crappy person and that like nobody knows except for Jess. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I don't know. Then I, I end up doing so, like a little bit of good in the world every once in a while by accident. You know, and so I, my, my question was, and I guess I already answered my own question is, you know, of all the characters in the movies that we've watched so far. And, and, and I was thinking just this movie first, but then I thought, why don't I open up to everything? So you have a lot of options. And I know Jordan, you've been listening to the show a lot and been on a whole bunch of times. So you, you're familiar with uh, the movies that we've watched, but um, who is you? Who, which character is the most you of the characters in the movies that we've watched up to this point? Uh, Jess, why don't you start out? Okay. Um, I chose George Bailey because I just relate to him so much. Like, I feel like I have a lot on my plate sometimes and I overcommit myself and I'm trying to do good, but I'm like... I've got so much going on and I say yes to too many people and then I just become a terrible parent and scream at my children and knock stuff off the table and my husband's like, why don't you just leave the children alone? <laughs> and, you know, like I, I, I overcommit myself to the point where I get a little bit crazy. I let the crazy come out. Huh. I like that. Yeah. It's good. Um, okay, so for Steven, I guess <clears throat> you can go next. And really the question is, which godfather did you pick? <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I mean, hey, I might be wrong, but I felt that uh, the guy I most identified with was Max from Mad Max. Just because he didn't talk that much. And All right. I'm like that too. I'm a, yeah, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an introvert. I don't talk... A lot. I'm not like a conversationalist. If I, you know, if I go to like a, uh, uh, I don't know, like a situation where there's a lot of people around, I'm not the guy that's going to walk up and talk to everybody in the room. I'll just stand there and wait for the thing to be over, and then I'll go home. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so I don't know. When I was thinking about it, that's that's who I, you know, whoever the person in whatever movie has the least amount of dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Was funny. Glad you didn't pick the Godfather, Jordan. What what do you got, Jordan? Um, have you guys done Precious yet? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the. Um, <laughs> would you be Precious? <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Yeah, definitely will uh, from this movie. Uh, more so when I was younger. Now maybe like a cross between Will and. Uh, Sheriff Bell from No Country for Old Men. Ah, okay. Uh, like, the way I see the world is similar uh, to, to Sheriff Bell. And, like, um, you know, I've gotten married and I've had kids, but um, I'm social in that way. But I still, like, I kind of, like, keep my family isolated in a way. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I wouldn't say that. Like, I don't tell Melissa not to talk to people or anything. But we're just kind of... Um, we're just kind of like, I don't know, try to distance ourselves from the world too much, probably. But in that way, we're like Sheriff Bell. Like, we fantasize about moving out, you know, in the woods or something and like having a cabin and just having our family and stuff. So. All right, nice. weirdos. But I'm also like Will in that, like, it's pretty important to me that, like, I find cool music to listen to and stuff like that. And I like being the convenience of like just going places and having fun too, like without getting like too entangled with people. 
Good rule know. to live by. Because yeah. <laughs> people are the worst. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, any more questions? Did we, did we finish it? Deborah I did not. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Oh, Jordan, did you have another question? I just did not articulate that well. <laughs> Too bad, it man. so terrible, but whatever. Staying in, the volume's going up. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> With Hello Darkness, my old friend playing in the back. <laughs> or whatever that song yeah, is called. I don't know. That. Sound of silence. Uh, so that's it for this week. We've talked about a boy um, a lot. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about next week. It's Steven's pick. Steven, what do you got for us? I choose The Shining, starring Jack Nicholson. Yeah. What? Whoa, so surprised. Seem <laughs> <laughs> revealed this pick earlier to us, so we kind of knew. But um, I'm excited about it. I know that there's a maze in it? it. No, I know that there's a maze oh, in it. Oh, I've seen it so many times. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, like edited versions mostly. But... Okay. Yeah, we'll be, it's on, it's on uh, VidAngel, so we'll, I'll be watching it on that. Yeah, that sounds. I know that there's like a scary hedge maze in it or something like that. Actually, everything I literally everything I know about The Shining comes from uh, the Halloween Simpsons from the '90s. Yeah, it's pretty much just like that. <laughs> is that is that the movie with Here's Johnny? Yeah, yep. that yeah. Movie? Yeah. yeah. Um, that sounds fun. Should be fun. Sounds Should very fun. fun. It's really creepy. Man. I remember I saw it once. Uh, in a hospital, and it was the middle of the night. <laughs> oh my and gosh! Why did you watch? It's just like these endless that? hallways with nobody in them. It's just like in the movie, uh, <laughs> like it's this empty hotel. Oh, that's and I think I was, I was like waiting for uh, my sister to have her baby, and it was like the middle of the night, oh. and I was the only one in the waiting room. And this empty hospital it was pretty creepy. Glad you made it out alive. <laughs> yeah, real man. Oh, hospital. It added to the ambiance. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for this episode. And this episode is brought to you by Audible.com. They want to give you a free book, free membership for a month. Join them. It's free. You get to keep the book even if you cancel your membership. There's 180,000 books you can pick. Everything is on there. All the books Jordan mentioned at the top of the show by that one author. What was the author again? Nick Hornby. Nick Hornby. Yeah. Get something by that dude. Okay? For free. Go to audibletrial.com slash try try again. If you already have an Amazon account, uh, you'll have your new book in like 30 seconds. So you can sign up using your Amazon account. It is totally painless. Uh, I love Audible and I've used it myself for years. So yeah, uh, I can definitely recommend it as a normal person. So if you want us to watch some kind of movie or you want to be on the show, you can find me on Twitter at Ask Todd or in real life if you happen to know me, which you probably do if you're watching the show, unless you're one of our uh, handful listening. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, find us. Tell us what you want. Tell us if you want to be on the show. We might not watch what you want to watch, um, especially if we've already all seen it or it sounds like boring or sucky or whatever. But uh, it can't hurt to try. <laughs> so, if you like the show, consider leaving a review on iTunes. The reviews page is is lonely, and it's waiting for you. Yes, you. I'm talking to you, Mr. Listener, Mrs. Listener. Okay? Review the show. Give it five stars. We'll read your review on the show, and we'll talk about how cool you are and how much we love and appreciate you. 
So do that. And that's it for this week. And we will see you guys next week. Killing me softly with his song. Killing me softly with his song. song. Telling my whole life with his words. words. Killing me softly with his song. (laughs) Still not as awkward as it was in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) The end.